WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with Tom Prince, WNY Athletics, Mr. Roger Weiss, our resident troublemaker in studio and we are awaiting the arrival of Kyrie Demos from the Niagara Gazette. He should be here any second. Good morning, guys. Morning, Tony. How you doing? I'm doing great. I can hear again. <laughs> Congrats. You That's got awesome. some nerve, Anthony. I'm telling you right now, you have some nerve. Why? What did I do? Calling now? me a troublemaker. What is today's date? Leap year, 29th. Thank you. And I'm a troublemaker? Anthony, I understand it. It Takes 365 days and six hours for the Earth to go around the sun. Mm -hmm. I understand that. So every four years we gain a day. So we have to have an extra day of the year. Who is the Einstein, brainiac, intellectual genius that decided that that day should be in the middle of winter in February? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, why can't be 30, a summer? <laughs> you got 31 days in May. You got 31 days in July. You got 31 days in August. You only have 30 days in June. Why not make it June 31st so we get an extra day of summer? I mean, seriously, if Punxsutawney Phil sees his shadow, does that mean we have uh, six more weeks and a day of winter? I don't know. Do we have one more day of Lent? Now you know why I call him our oh, resident and then, troublemaker. But I'm the troublemaker. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anthony. You're wrong. <laughs> I saw a funny meme. It had a milk carton that says, you only had one job and they had the expiration date, February 30th. <laughs> Are oh. you kidding me? Uh, Anthony, I promised I would never get working up, but I had to get that off my chest. I I'm apologize. glad you did. Do you feel better? Yes. All right. That's all that counts, Raj. Thank you. Is that you feel better. Cold enough for you today? Eh, balmy. You know. And hey, then it's going to rain on Monday. <laughs> Four, I heard 47 on Tuesday. Does that sound about right? I, I heard it's up there. Yeah, I think 47 oh, on... Oh, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Kyrie is in the house. Good morning, Kai. Yeah, it's supposed to be like 47 Monday and Tuesday, right around uh, that 46, 47. Uh, depending on what forecast you go by, tomorrow could hit Oh, as did high you as go 40. by the American model or the British model? I always <laughs> go by whoever puts the highest number All out there. All of a sudden, right? we got, and we got, I got European it, models so. and American models now. Just what we need, a little more gobbledygook on the weather reports. Well, because I had my procedure on Thursday, uh had... Um, Tubes put in my ears. Again, this is the third time. And by the way, your ears are no place for needles. Mm -mm. You don't want needles. I had three shots in each ear, and you want to talk about extreme pain. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Anthony, so, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't feel a thing. Excellent. Well, then it was so you a feel good, better already. Right? Thank you, Doctor Sobe. Roger didn't feel a thing. <laughs> I did, so I didn't have time to do my driveway when I got home, and I was in a bit. Oh, of, that was convenient. Yeah, I, did, I was in a bit of pain too. So I still have uh, snow and ice, kind of. And so tomorrow, if it'll kindly melt it, I'd really appreciate. God will take care of it by Tuesday. I promise you. Anthony. So Mother Nature's been so. Uh... Down. Yeah, I don't know what. Like you want to cue Helter Skelter by the Beatles, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Beatles or Stones? Helter Skelter. Oh, I, don't I know. should know it's this. Beatles. I worked with '97 Rock. For no, that's the Beatles. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm too. I'm, I'm too old for that era. I'm Glenn Miller and uh, 
Al Jolson. And Nothing all wrong with Glenn Miller. I know. In, what was it, In the Mood? Something like Yeah. Yeah. Great song. All right, guys. It is we're in the playoffs. This is Playoff this is season. the heart of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and in a couple of weeks we're gonna be talking about spring sports. That's amazing. Man, oh man, it's coming soon. In a couple and of weeks, weeks we're already talking about yeah. it. Baseball's on, your, uh, on center stage now. We got baseball coming alive. It's we're already it. talking Tom's about drooling. it. Tom's drooling. Tom's absolutely drooling. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> and Anthony's drooling because pretty soon there uh, he's gonna play his uh weekly day of school is out. <laughs> that's and, well that's in June, yeah. So School's out by Alice Cooper. I do that for the last week of the school year. All right, guys, let's get into news and notes. So what we're going to do today is we're going to get you caught up on uh, the playoffs. Matt O'Rourke is going to chime in. Give us an update on wrestling. McDougal's, as expected, making things happen and making waves in wrestling. So we'll get that. Uh, Tom is going to get us, Tom and Kyrie are going to get us caught up on boys basketball rogers got girls basketball covered we'll throw some hockey in there later on so it's a uh, you know one of those action-packed shows right here on inside high school sports a lot of fundraisers going on tom and let's kick that off with news and notes yeah especially for our spring sports we're about to kick into the first one a meat raffle to benefit west seneca east baseball program saturday march 7th at the matthew glab post 1477 on 1965 Abbott Road in Lackawanna. Doors open at 6, first spin at 7. 50-50s basket raffles. Tickets are $8, includes beer and pop. Bring your own snacks. Uh, no outside alcohol. And then uh, for tickets, you can reach out to Lynn Meidenbauer, uh, 716-472-2195 for tickets to that one. We've also got the fundraiser for the Hamburg High School baseball team, which will be uh, tickets $10 pre-sale, $12 at the door, Tuesday, March 19th from 4 to 7 in the Hamburg High School cafeteria. Meal includes spaghetti, salad, bread, drink, and dessert. Dine-in or takeout available. There'll be basket raffles, great food, friendly servers, and you can see any ball player on the Hamburg High School team for tickets. The Star Point football team has a, has a Spartan meat raffle on March 14th. Join them for the meat raffle featuring all your grilling favorites. Admission is only $7. Pre-sale includes a slice of pizza, unlimited beer, wine, and pop. Doors open at 6, first spin at 7. Cambria Fire Company as 4631 Wilson Road in Lockport. And then uh, you, again, can reach out to Deanna Caldwell at D-C-A-L-D-W-E-L-L-6464 at yahoo.com to be able to get tickets to that one. And then the, all, the other one that we have is the Kenmore West softball team which is March 2nd from 4 to 8 at 2235 Sheridan Drive in Tonawanda. If you present, you can see, I think it's shared out on our Inside High School Sports page yes. too. Um, if you present the donation ticket with your purchase, your group can earn 20% off your purchase or show the ticket that could be right outside on our uh, Inside, Inside High School Sports page. But it's at Anderson's Ice Cream. Scoop up the fun mm. so you can save 20% off your purchase. 
and be able to just show that card to be able to get 20% off with some of the proceeds going to Ken West. And those are all our uh, different fundraisers that are going on for our various spring teams. Seems like the two most popular fundraisers right now that, uh, you know, whether the schools or uh, youth sports are meat raffles. Yeah. And the other is uh, mattress sales. I was just yeah. going to oh, say. Yeah, Kemmer West. That. I, is it Kemmer West? Or Kem- yeah, I think it's Kemmer West. I know, has some successful mattress sales. I know Orchard Park has done that for the baseball in the past. I know South Park has just put out. Uh, Coach Delaney also put out a message that says, hey, anybody interested in mattresses? We're looking to do this as an a, as a possible fundraiser. So they're looking into that as we speak. Do they? Yeah. Did Tim uh, post a date as for their South He Park? just said at this point, like, uh, is there interest? They're looking, I think, at doing it at the end of May, if I'm okay. correct. Yeah. Um, they're still a little far out when it comes to that one. So. Yeah, they're two successful fundraisers. It seems like gone is the day of the car wash and yeah. candy sales and... And, yeah, uh, and kudos to Andersons. Uh, they support Kenmore Sports. I'm sure a little bit later, Coach uh, Simon might have it for baseball. They always have a fundraiser too, where X percent of you buy, uh, you know, Carl's Choice or the regular roast beef that goes to the uh, baseball team. You know, you're making me hungry right now, right? <laughs> Your existence makes you hungry, Anthony. That's true. I love Andersons, and oh, kudos man. to Andersons. I'm still upset they took it out of Lockport. Really? Yeah. And Orchard so Park, they, another yeah. one, another organization that left the South Towns. Yeah. Oh, you ought to try the uh, barbecue beef and cheddar. That is to die for. Great sandwich. Sounds good. Uh, let's see. Anything else for news? And yeah, one guys? more. I want to congratulate Coach Metz of Ken West, who has coached his last game last night. Um, 11-year career, what a great 11-year career he's had at Ken West. I got a chance to reminisce with him a little bit last night. Take a look. If you want to take a look, our interview is actually out on the Inside High School Sports page, on the WNY Athletics page, or my Twitter handle. You can see the interview. But he does a great job of reminiscing with some of his top teams that he's had, his big win over Niagara Falls that he had in his first years of coaching, uh, his team that uh, won over Lockport a couple of years ago. I think it was 2006, I think he said. Okay. Don't quote me on the year there. but you um, mention that, okay. Yeah, yeah But uh, he uh, he talks about just uh, how that was one of his best coaching years that he had. You know, we didn't really get into the game last night because I didn't want to finish a such a great career and talk about a negative. Right. So we talked about really reminiscing and all the positives that he had in his coaching career. Cool. Well, congratulations, Coach, on an outstanding career. Also, congratulations to Mike Greenberg, retiring uh, basketball official. He was a star athlete at Sweet Home in the 70s. He's been a mainstay high school basketball for many years. He's going to be missed. And how's that about that for a segue, Anthony? Uh, from Ble- uh, Benji Blumen, one more time. Classes start Monday, March 2nd, uh, day after tomorrow, for four weeks. For those interested in becoming uh, basketball referees. They need refs. And, by the way, if you also go to our Facebook uh, page, Inside High School Sports, there is a uh, uh, push to get umpires in uh, baseball so I know uh, there's a shortage in all sports. So if you're looking to officiating, www.board53.com for information on that site. You must be 18 years of age. It would be the uh, 
IAABO Board 53, a.k.a. Western New York Boys Basketball. Also, if you are interested in playing youth football this fall, Niagara Falls Junior Football Club has registration open. You go to nfjfc.com, especially looking for 12- and 13-year-olds to play for my new team that I'm moving up to is the Vipers. Uh, if we could uh, really use some players coming out. Uh, nfjfc.com and there is a discount for the Vipers so if you're interested in playing for Coach Tony sign up now um, and my my uh, n- news and notes to share um, we've actually got a unified sports uh, bowling tournament coming up on Monday Woo-hoo! so it's gonna they're be doing a- great things by the way the oh, unified uh, program it's crazy to think what how far they've come along in the last handful of years so um, they're going to be doing uh, the, the bowling tournament at Airport Lanes in, in Cheektowaga. 375 athletes. Can wow. 22 schools, I believe. And there's even going to be some reps from the Special Olympics and some state reps as well. So oh, that man, be that's a very outstanding. Event. Yeah. That is so cool. Two more things I have, Tony. Number one, congratulations to Kaylee Kristoff. She went over 1,000 points, I believe it was last Tuesday. Uh the Pew High School say, well, a thousand points. A lot of girls have scored a thousand points that year. What's so special about thousand points? Kaylee Kristoff is a ninth grader. Already <laughs> over there. went over a thousand points. And uh, on a sad, melancholy note, we must give uh, shout out and condolences to the family of Nick McGavero, retired Bennett High School teacher. 25 years was in the athletic department of the city of Buffalo. He passed away. As he tells everybody when he was a regular speaker at many of the dinners and all that, yeah, I'm the guy that cut Bob Lanier from the basketball team when he was a sophomore at Bennett. (laughs) Alan Harris, our traffic guy from WBEN, was also on that team. Yeah. Uh, And in defense of Coach McGavro, uh, number one, Bob Lanier was a somewhat of an awkward sophomore when you're a 15-year-old and 6'10". You're not exactly uh, filled out and all that. And another thing about uh, Bennett High School that year, they had a 6'4 center, which was pretty big back in that day. His name was Ken Macklin. And I know firsthand because a buddy of mine had to guard him in the Ken Bennett game, Mm -hmm. and Ken Macklin just ate him up and spit him out and had a ball. So in defense of Nick McGavro, uh, you're going to be missed. He's one of the charter members of the uh, Harvard Cup Hall of Fame. Just a great guy. Condolences to the McGavro family. Yeah, God bless. Uh, G&G Fitness Coach of the Week. Congratulations to Roy Hart basketball coach Joe Pollock. Uh, two upset wins as a number 11 seed. They play today at 1 o'clock. If you would like to nominate a coach, simply go to livefit.com. When you asked me if I had any nominations, I almost nominated the uh, girls' basketball coach, but I was afraid you would be upset at me. The 1-19 Medina girls' basketball team oh, yeah. knocked off the 13-1 Lady uh, Bulldogs of Burgard in a pre-quarter final. So I figured Can I better get not... somebody to throw him out of here, please? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, that would have been my nomination. I said, no, nah, I better not. I better keep it to myself. <laughs> yeah, and Burgard boys lost as well in the f- first round. No. We, we had no. a lot of people that could have been this week. We talked oh, about yeah. them all, you know yeah. what I mean, off air. Niagara Falls head coach, what a great job he's done to be able to get them to the NFL championship, right? 
we talked about how about Randolph head coach, 19-1, and one, right, I think yeah. is what their record is right now down at Randolph. Coach Hine down there done an f- absolute fabulous job with some big wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about also Canisius winning the regular season title. How There's about so Ken many... West Hockey with an upset win over uh, was it Grand Island? Yep, over Grand Island. Tom, you, you said get the Niagara Falls coach, get him to the championship game. Actually, didn't no, they, they won it. They, yeah, won, they won it. They won the oh, NFL with, championship. With six yep. players playing, by yep. the way. Six and, players. Well, what, five, yeah, they had, five uh, that were off the team that were on the team a week earlier. Oh, no, no, no. They, the That's kids what we've that, been hearing. The anyway. kids that played were all there, but it's just things have just whittled down throughout the year. But even even so, dealing with some of that stuff, I mean, just hats off to Coach Gatiss. For hey, by the way, did you guys know that uh, in Modified, they are now going to have flag football? Really? My son Nicholas signed up. Uh, he's going to try out for the LaSalle uh, prep team. And they have flag football now. Is and this like, a prelude to what might be what the state comes down with? Well, you know, I, I was uh, chatting with Ray Turpin the other day, president of NASA, and he contacted Angelo Morinello, uh, and apparently it doesn't look like there's much support for the ban. And from what I understand, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, that uh, Governor Cuomo is against the ban. Uh, right now they're more focused on the budget than anything else so it's just kind of sitting there uh collecting dust at this point so Which no is real the advantage of youth football is just sitting there yeah and you know most of the leagues right now have the registration open as i mentioned uh with uh, us with niagara falls junior football club go online to register but most of them are they're going forward and i you know at this point if i were to speculate i don't think this ban is going anywhere so let's uh, let's shift gears. Let's get an update, and we're going to talk to Matt O'Rourke from WNY Athletics. Matt, good morning. Hey, what's going on, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah, there's some background noise, so I'm going to limit the uh, back and forth and let you just give us an update as to what's going on in wrestling. Okay, awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, yeah, so I'm on the floor at uh, state state tournament semifinals right now. Bob Kaczynski's right next to me. You guys know Bob Kaczynski, your old friend from all sports, Western New York, up in Niagara County. So uh, watching some semifinals right now. Uh, we have seven semifinalists for Section 6. Um, I just watched Marty Olson from Westfield, who wrestles with the Chautauqua Lake team. He just lost in the semifinal close match. However, Andy Lachinski from New Payne is back in the final. He just won 8-1. He's going to wrestle the guy he lost to in the final last year from Palmyra Macedon, Jay Schaefer. So that should be an exciting match. Um, Willie McDougal coming up, Justin McDougal coming up, Ryan Stencil from Lancaster coming up, uh, and Jaden Hears from New Fane is also coming up as well. So, but yesterday was an exciting couple rounds of wrestling. Um, Section 6 didn't do too well in the quarterfinals. However, in the, in the consolation blood round, Section 6 came back in fourth with 16 winners in, in small schools. And uh, I believe one, two, three, four, seven, six winners in, in Division 1. So everybody who won yesterday at the end of the day is guaranteed to place today. Now that the state is placing the eight places rather than rather than uh, five or six. So it's kind of where we're at right now. Um, start of the day, section six small schools have climbed its way into the top five again after not even being in the top seven at the end, um, going into the consolation blood round yesterday. And I believe division one, <clears throat> excuse me, is the seventh overall in the team standings right now. So let's see if they can move up. Um, we got some serious firepower in the semifinals um, in Division One, and we have a 
we have a boatload of wrestlers in the wrestlebacks in Division Two. So that's kind of where we're at right now, guys. Thanks a lot, Matt. Uh, I know you're going to be working hard all day and, and staying busy, and, and best of luck to our, our guys as they uh, continue to wrestle on. Uh, you know, he does such a great job covering wrestling for WNY Athletics, and we really appreciate him being able to take time to call us and give us an update. There's no surprise that the McDougals, uh, you know, accepts the success Stunning. that they have. Oh, yeah, man. I know. Yeah, <laughs> they, Shocker. Uh, yesterday, they, it was, I believe it was, I've, I've got it listed here. I believe it was a decision for both at some point, and then a, yeah, Justin had a major decision in his first um, match of the day, and then a 3-2 decision, and then Willie had a pinfall win and then an 8-1 decision so those those two kids oh man I mean I, I got to do a, a little feature story on them this past week and it's crazy how expansive their it's a little sidebar how it's it's crazy how expansive their family tree is um they're they're actually related to Roddy Gale and Makai Starks James Starks yeah they're really they're all some form of cousins and some form of fashion but um to see what those guys have put together you know, to intentionally stay out of each other's weight classes, to be able to have two potential state champs, and to be the all-time wins leaders at two different schools is amazing. So. Yeah, uh, kudos to them. Great Could job, guys. Could you imagine guys. the antics in the living room at that oh, house when my. they were growing up? The the WWE style <laughs> jump up. Well, here's the top what I'm thinking: that, that commercial with the uh, people fighting over the last uh, last nachos. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, that, that's got to be their. It would be their house. Oh, I have goodness. decision too, and I uh, opted for pizza, so that was the decision uh, I went with. Uh, their older brother too. You must or, have been up half the night, John, contemplating. I was. It was a tough decision. I can imagine. Justin's older brother, Willie's older cousin, Warren, wrestles for UB also. So just Outstanding. Had to there. Yeah. Who do they think they are? The McDuffie family? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, just so much talent there. Uh, okay, great job, guys. Uh, one thing I, before we get to the basketball update, and I was telling Tom about this earlier, and I posted this on my own personal page, and hopefully uh, Tim Slade and Ken Stolt are listening right now, as well as uh, Ray Turpin and anyone else involved in youth football. The XFL, I don't know if you guys, how much of, of it you have paid attention to, but the kickoffs, what they're doing is pretty interesting. They have the kicker at where he normally would kick off at the 35, but the rest of the players are up on the other side of the 50, and they're only 10 yards apart. Mm -hmm. The return man, all right, nobody moves until the return man touches the ball. Right. Once he gets the ball, then you can go in and, and uh, you know, tackle him, or they've had one, I guess, return for a touchdown. And what I'm looking at, this is a great way to reduce concussions yeah, because you're not getting that running start. You're not flying all the way down the field and then hitting con having contact. You're only 10 yards apart. I think this is brilliant, and I'm hoping that it catches on or at least explored as a possibility for high school and youth ball. I also think it helps. You can have more different types of guys too you know what I mean not just oh we need that athletic guy that can run downfield and try to get in a guy's way you can have some bigger bodied guys if, out, on your front line at that you point. don't have to have the special gunners like you normally right. would that, right. that come in from the outside right. that's a good point I hadn't thought about that but just uh food for thought all right Tom let's get in Oh, no, we're late for the break. All right, when we come back from the break, it's boys up. This time just flies by. I apologize. When we come back, we're going to get you going on uh, boys basketball. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550.
We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri, along with Tom Prince from WNY Athletics, Roger Weiss, Kyrie Demos from the Niagara Gazette in studio. We are getting you updated on the uh, playoffs going on right now. Real quick before we get to basketball, Tom, we can't forget track. Yeah, I got an opportunity to cover track and field last uh, at Houghton College, and what a great event it was. A sectional championships, your chance to go on to the States. Some quick highlights from there. We got to get. We got some people that are nationally ranked in track and field that deserve some absolute some recognition. Absolutely, Leah Pasqualetti, Orchard Park pole vaulter, is number one in the country right now with a jump of fourteen feet three inches. She is someone you've got to watch out for. And again, the number one jump in the country right now. You've got Natalia Sergey from Lancaster, who is number three in the country right now for the weight throw. She was also a double winner for the girls. She also won the shot put, but watch what she's going to bring to the table as far as the weight throw goes. She is just significantly throwing farther than everybody is inside the section. Wow. Kanaya James of Lockport, right now the number seventh in the country for the 55, but here's what's very significant about it. She had the third fastest section time coming into the section race her her win has vaulted her ahead of that, and it also vaulted her into the national rankings. She has actually done better and better each race throughout the season is peaking right at the right time. Your girl's fastest woman right now. Can she I play James? wide receiver? It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. My, yeah. my older brother was a real dynamic athlete for, for uh, Lockport as well. So Neat. Yeah. Paul Volder, good uh, takeover for uh, Jen Sir in the 24-24 yep. Olympics. Yep, no and doubt. She's I mean, number she's, one in the country. She is Built, you got to see the way she's built. She's just got everything what it takes to take the next level, and she thinks she's going to go for some higher heights. It's going to be great to see what she accomplishes. But we also had Michael Wolf game, Allegheny Limestone, double winner, 55-meter hurdles, high jump. You know me, i got to follow those high jumpers, yes, right? Sir. He cleared six feet for the win in high jump and actually cleared six feet in the high jump, ran over to the hurdles, and then won the hurdles right after he did it. <laughs> so unbelievable what he accomplished. Jaden Dubard from Cheektowaga, Double winner, weight throw and shot put for the boys. Your boys' fastest man goes to Abraham Averhart from Niagara Falls, who's a two-time champion two years in a row. So give him a tons of is credit. Is he a senior? AB is a senior, yep. I believe. Okay. But still, how hard is that to do to be a two-time champion in the fastest race when a little bit of a start could throw you off, and he now wins it two years in a row? Speaking of track and field girls, how about Morgan Halt from uh, Amherst? Amherst uh, Saturday she'll be at the, what at the state meet in track and field, and then Sunday come home and help the Lady uh, Tigers play in the basketball championship. Man, she man. she won the high Show jump off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, Anthony, just for the record, she's also uh, academic scholar. Oh, uh, I love it. Yeah, she I actually won the high jump. She broke a tie that was everybody at five two. She was the first one to clear the five two jump. She's actually advancing in the in the high jump. She's also, we, we were unsure at the time, when she came over to do the interview, she was second in the long jump, and then she also did well in the 55-meter hurdles. So you're talking about a three different um, events that she did and capitalized on those events. And there was even even more that we could talk about. Sydney Nowicki of Lockport, oh, what a great job she yeah. did as far as her three her three events. Keegan Mancabelli from Orchard Park, who won the pole vault with a jump of 14-3, 
plus did well in the long jump, uh, plus did well you know, in, in other events. Like He just was on fire. It was just great to see all the different things that happened, and you know, we can absolutely even talk more, but it was that great of an event down at Houghton College. Those names will be heard in the springtime. Yep. For absolutely. Sure. All right, guys, let's shift gears to boys basketball. This is, uh, I, I tell you, it's one of the best times of the year. Just ask uh, Center Court, he'll tell you. Uh, we have... Uh, bunch of games going on today but we uh want to get you caught up as to who's doing what so tom let's get into it so last night i got a chance to cover west seneca west and and ken west last night and uh west seneca west i'll tell you what we've seen this with all their sports right now i really believe they benefit from playing in the ecic ecic one division Right, because they're playing ultimately all the double A schools. Right. So they have a powerhouse matchup almost every single night. And when it comes time to sectionals, no matter what the sport, you see them excel. And they right. did it again tonight, where you could say absolutely the players of the uh, of the games for that I, I that I had picked for West Seneca. Connor Shermerhorn, who was on fire from three point land, had 16 points. Nate Reinick, who who I considered one of the top three-point shooters in the area. He's a great scorer. He is, he is absolutely probably an underrated player we don't talk enough about. And then also Zach Fahey, the point guard for West Seneca, where West Seneca wins 71-53 to uh, against uh, Ken West. Which Ken West was a number five seed and uh, West Seneca West a number four seed. Unfortunate incident last night between uh, let's see, what was it? Will South and Amherst. I don't know if any, if you guys have seen the video. If it's uh, you know going viral, as they say, uh, looked like uh, it got heated during action. And the, the thing that bothers me is when I watch these videos is to see people leaving the stands, right. coming out onto the floor. And I I wish you guys wouldn't do that. Stay put. The coaches, uh, security. I believe I did see police. Uh, go out onto the onto the court to separate. Let them handle it. You're you don't belong if you're in the stands. And there may be your son out there. Stay in the stands. Two things about that. First off, I, I said this to Tom when he when he showed me the video yesterday. You know that was at the end of the third quarter. They had a whole fourth quarter left to play. So how do you even shake off that incident and then go back to playing? That's one thing. And then you know. Now you got to move on. If you're Amherst, you got a couple guys that are, can't play. Now. Was that three players will not be able to play in the next game? That's, that's don't know if think, they're yeah. starters. Don't know if they're bench players. Whatever the role is, but that's three that uh, will not be participating. Question: There was four that were ejected from Will South. Now, if any of them are underclassmen, does that mean they have to sit out a game next year? It's a good point. Yeah, that's probably a question you'd have to ask Section 6. And I, and I believe that, I mean, it would make sense, especially, you know, a lot of teams schedule their non-leagues at the beginning of the season. So if you're going to miss time, it would be one of those first yeah. games. So And to be honest with you, what would be more? Would you rather miss a game start off next season or miss a game at Buff State? Right. Right. Well, yeah, so but it's again, not much of a losing team. It's yeah. not much of a penalty. Yep. It's not. Uh, they don't have a, you know, an Amherst, you wonder, if it was third quarter, that means they hadn't cleared the bench yet. So it may have been bench players that m- came off. But, boy, if that's critical players, because yeah. who do they have to play? They have to play the winner of Luport and uh, – Well, so the way that – Luport South Park? Yeah. Uh, They'll Actually, the Luport South Park – the winner of that game plays against Health Science. No, but no, no. This, according to this bracket, they play Amherst. I'm not sure. There's there's a couple brackets out there. Though, I got this from off the, uh, the website. Either way, that's not a gimme. Uh, you know, 
I've been anticipating Amherst and Health Science in that championship game right. for about three weeks well, now. Yeah, that and uh, the, now for uh, Amherst, if they lose three players, will they get to that championship? Exactly. Game? That's that, that's what I was going to say. Is they and looking would... at the score too, and you know you have that erupting. It wasn't a close game by any means. No. Amherst wound up winning at, as you guys said, number one seed. They beat Will South eighty-one to fifty-eight. So. You know, it's not. But was was the score midway through the third quarter? Yeah, I believe it was at the time. It was fifty-three to thirty-six. If I'm not mistaken, so seventeen points. It's still a gap. Yeah, Yeah. but but other games going on that uh, last night: North Tonawanda beating Sweet Home seventy-three to fifty-two. The Lumberjacks as the number two seed, and uh, we had Will East defeating Hamburg. Will East was number one seed. They beat uh, fifty-seven to fifty. This is going to shock you, Anthony. Wow. You know, North Tonawanda has to play uh, in the semifinal at Buff State. McKinley, you know, that long road trip on uh, yeah, McKinley down put up Elmwood. 100. I wanted to bring that up. McKinley puts up 100 points. Uh, wow. And that's, that, you know, that's significant. I don't care what the game is. I want to answer Roger's question. We just came in. Frank Wolf actually updated me on, on the answer to Roger's questions. Those four kids from South will have to sit out their next game regardless of the sport. So it would be oh. lacrosse, baseball, track, football. You'd sit out your spring sport first wow. game. Okay. But if they don't play a spring sport, then football maybe. Then yeah. it, would, right? it would just extend, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, you, you were talking about that 100-point game from McKinley. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to give a shout-out to uh, Bush uh, Riang. He had 33 of those 100 points. So um, it's going to be an interesting matchup Monday with them and NT like Two of the highest scoring offenses. Now, NT put up a, a measly 73 last night, but <laughs> they've had 90 points in three different games this season, so they they can score with the best. What do we call too. McKinley's, uh, you know, when you watch organized helter-skelter? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just come at you in waves. You know, the cheerleaders come in, they get in the game and, and just start rolling people. It's ridiculous. Right. And, and Bush actually had seven threes in that game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seven threes for his 33 points right out there. You're talking about high-scoring game, Anthony. The semifinal in Class C1 is going to be Silver Creek versus Tapestry Charter. In the quarterfinal games, both of those teams scored 101 points. Wow. I like stuff. I mean, that's, you know, let's put it into fourth course, gear you know, of floor. You know me, the numbers geek. I would come up with stuff like yeah. that. Games going on today, you have number eight seed, Frontier. They are traveling to Niagara Falls to face the number one ranked Wolverines at 1 o'clock. Lancaster is a fifth seed will travel to will number four seed will north lock six seed lockport they are at number three seed orchard park clarence as a seven seed will travel to jamestown the number two seed and in a two quarterfinals you have fifth seed east at csat then you have 10th seed west seneca east at number two seed health science number six seed south park at number three seed, Luport in Class B1, number eight seed, Medina will travel to Bennett, the number one seed. Fifth seed, Lackawanna will take on fourth seed, East Aurora. Seventh seed, Olean at number two seed, Iroquois. That's going to be a really good game, by the way. Number six seed, Albion at number three seed, Depew. B2s, you have number eight seed, Wilson. Number one seed, Olmstead. Uh, number four. Uh, fifth seed Maritime at fourth seed Newfane, seventh seed JFK at number two seed Allegheny Limestone, and number the eleventh seed Roy Hart team is at three seed Fredonia. 
Yeah, so, doubleheader for, uh, what is it, Thursday night, the uh, A2s at Buff State. Oh, is that epic or what? Uh, Amherst versus the winner of Lewport South Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, Health Science West Seneca East winner versus CSAT Buffalo East winner. That, that Thursday night is the place to be is Buff State. Absolutely. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get you updated as to what the girls are doing. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11. Tonight, it's the Sabres and Arizona at 8 o'clock. Roger, let's get going on girls basketball. Where are we right now? Okay, this is going to be a sprint, Anthony, because uh, we're uh, Ooh, back down to, track. to precious moments. Uh, okay, tomorrow at Villa Maria College, Class A, Narden will play Mount Mercy. Mount St. Mary's will play Sacred Heart. Those winners will play Friday uh, March 6th at Villa Maria College. Uh, also March 6th at Villa Maria College, the Double A Championship. Cardinal O'Hara will be playing against St. Mary's of Lancaster. Uh, St. Mary's of Lancaster uh, guard Jay Shesky. She's recovering from uh, uh, an ankle injury. She's day-to-day. Uh, she will probably not be 100% if, in fact, she is ready. Class B semifinal uh, tomorrow would be Christian Central versus Buffalo Seminary, and that winner will face Park also on Friday, March 6th. Section 6 uh, basketball. The uh, AA quarterfinals are today. Lancaster at Will North. Niagara Falls at Orchard Park. Clarence at Frontier. Jamestown at Lockport. Uh Pick a school out of the hat. There's a lot of parity in girls basketball in Class AA. A lot, a lot of talented uh, girls on on that side. Um, yeah, a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of those teams can can upset and win. Class A one. All the uh, top schools held serve last night. Fourth uh, seed North Tonawanda uh, defeated Emerson. They will play first seed Hamburg, uh, who defeated Sweet Home last night. That will be March fourth at Clarence. Ken West, the third seed, will play the second seed, Hutch Tech, on the same night. Class A-2, Amherst versus Will South. I hope the girls aren't as serious as the boys were last (laughs) night, but uh, Class A-2 in girls basketball, it's a treat. It will be March 3rd, Tuesday at March 3rd at Clarence. They have to play at a double-A school. Amherst will be playing Will South. The Amherst team that beat uh, Lakeshore last night shows up. That is going to be a heck of a game. Uh, Amherst not is the only team this year, Western New York team, I believe, that knocked off Cardinal O'Hara yeah, in a non-league game. And how's this? For the fourth time this year, Lewport girls will be playing the Grand Island girls. And mind you, I know we, we talked about this yesterday on the podcast, Tom. Yep. You want to know Lydia's numbers last night? 31 points. 15 rebounds, 10 assists. Wow. Back-to-back triple-doubles. And I will call her the most underrated star here in Western New York for what she does. She is never mentioned when they're talking about the first team. And she should. That's why this year I'm picking 10 for my – just the top 10 in no particular order. You are not going to leave someone like Lydia Sweeney off an all-Western New York team. True floor general. Good. 
True floor general sees the floor unbelievable. She has no idea sometimes the point she's scoring because her goal is to win the game, and you can see the way she is on the court. Mm-hmm. She gets that team involved. I love her play, and as I will call her the most underrated star that we have here in Western New York. Superstar. She's she's unbelievable. Okay, uh, Class B one, Albion will be playing City Honors. Dunkirk will be playing Medina. They will be on the 5th, which is Wednesday, mm-hmm. at Starpoint. For all the Southtowners, uh, yeah, we either go to Clarence, that's the short trip, or we got to go to Starpoint, that's the long trip. <laughs> Dunkirk versus Medina. Uh, also, at Starpoint, it will be Depew uh, versus, I got Depew versus Spring, no, I'm sorry. Iroquois. Iroquois plays Depew today. And, That's uh, at 3 o'clock. East Aurora plays Springville today. Those winners will match up at uh, uh, Star Point on the 5th. Okay, that's Class B1. Class B2. Uh, today we have Allegheny Limestone versus Southwestern. Southwestern, I believe, is the fifth seed. Yep. I actually like them coming out and winning uh, the uh, Class B2. They will have to play Wilson. Wilson, you never uh, count out uh, Brian Baker's teams and all that, but the Niagara Frontier League girls' schedule hasn't been the strongest. And uh, I, I, I can't mention, I'm not allowed to mention the fact that the 1 and 19 Medina girls <laughs> beat the 13 and 1 Burgard girls. So I won't mention that, Kyrie. Thank you. In fact, Tom's <laughs> headed after this to do the uh, Wilson game. Yeah, I'll be up at Wilson Akron covering that game. So look out for some highlights, videos, everything to come out of that game later today. Also today, Fredonia will be playing at Eden, and Arts Buffalo Arts will be playing at Olmstead. That ought to be a good basketball game at Olmstead. That's another think, three o'clock start. I'm thinking about going there after uh, end trip uh, this afternoon. Uh, okay, Class C. Uh, the semifinals will be Wednesday at Jamestown Community. Cast, uh, Silver Creek knocked off Casadega. They're going to play the winner of Chautauqua Lake and Cataraugus Little Valley, which should be Chautauqua Lake. Portville destroyed Gowanda 62-14. to They will be playing the winner of the Tapestry Falconer game. Those are Wednesdays at JCC Championship next Saturday. I may be playing hooky from the show next Saturday, <laughs> Anthony. Uh, Class C2. Holland plays Westfield Academy, and uh, they will play Salam. The winner of that game will play Salamanca, who knocked off Elkinville last night. Today, Maple Grove and Randolph is that a rivalry? They play today, and they will face Franklinville. Uh, f- speaking of Franklinville, Frewsburg held Danielle Haskell to 16 points last night. That's usually about a half, sometimes a quarter for Danielle. And on that note, Danielle did take over as the second highest scorer in girls basketball in New York State history. Wow. Wow. Class D, I did not hear the results of Climber versus Panama, or Pine Valley, excuse me. They will take on Panama in the semifinal Wednesday or Thursday at JCC. North Collins will take on Sherman, and those two uh, uh, winners will face off Saturday at Jamestown Community College. <laughs> I think I caught it all, Anthony. 
All right, Tom, real quick. So I'm going to be tonight also. So I'm at Wilson at 1 o'clock. Then I'm tonight. Monsignor Martin Boyce takes center stage at Canisius College. 545 will be St. Mary's versus Bishop Timon. 715 will be Cardinal O'Hara versus Nichols. And then 845 will be St. Joe's at St. Francis. We'll have the call. We'll have videos, highlights, and the call of each one of those games also. Tomorrow games are at Kessler. They're at Canisius College, yep. Yeah. And in hockey, you have St. Joe's, I believe, is playing St. Mary's of Lancaster tomorrow for uh, Super Sunday. You had Star Point uh, blanking Luport last night, 4 to nothing. Will South beating Ken West in three overtimes. So there you have uh, some hockey updates. All right, Sports Talk Saturday is next. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week with more Inside High School Sports.